Hello everyone and welcome to daily newspaper analysis which is brought to you by Lawsico. So actually today it's like a new day, a rebirth or we can say a reincarnation for our daily newspaper analysis as now you'll be seeing it in a completely different format. So basically now we'll be covering the newspaper analysis along with the editorials then the news update which we earlier used to cover in our news in flash segment but now you will be having it right here with yourselves and finally we'll also have the legal news so all in all within five to ten minutes you will be able to cover all the important aspects of the newspaper so this will be the first article that's about the uh, editorial that talks about the NHA on retaining the healthcare data. So because we will be keeping in mind the elements and the things required in our legal services and a judicial services examination and that is why and the other you know legal examination examination be CLAT or similar things and that is why we'll be covering now the newspaper articles in this similar light. So this first article talks about the National Health Authority. Let's see why is it in news. So first we need to know that what is the National Health Authority. It is basically the body that is responsible for the implementation of the Ayushman Bharat digital scheme. So this has initiated a consultation process for the types and terms of data retention as to what type of data about the patients could be retained and for how long will that data be retained. So here we have put it out into different segments. First, we'll be uh, talking about the need for such policies. Then we'll be talking about the balancing of the benefits and risks and then the possible safeguards. So it says that when we talk about the need for the policies, so what we need to know is that currently the customers are free to choose between the data policies provided by the different service providers. But due to this, what happens is that the legal standing of the National Health Authority is unclear since the NHA is not a sector wide entity and hence it cannot form the policies. And that is why a coherence needs to, be, need, uh, needs to be seen over here and that is why we are in need of such policies. Secondly, when we talk about that how can we balance the benefits along with the risks that are given with the situation. So basically we should note that the aim here is to create a multifaceted or that we, we mean multi-sectoral utility better transition of health records for the individual while making available more data for research. So wherein it becomes easier for the patients and the doctors also to use the data, data given in the digital format whereas on the second side it also helps the research processes for example it will be like if, if we know that how many people in India are suffering due to anemia so that can definitely help us come out with newer methods of research depending upon how many people are suffering with that where or which area is more suffered due to a particular disease so these things definitely can help us in research but then this also talks that we need to be very very sure that we are not risking the crucial and important data of the like of the people of the country because still we do not have the private data personal or the personal data protection bill and the other you know such data protection laws in the country and that is why it will be actually holding individuals entire health record and that is why these private privacy risks actually make it make us hesitant in doing so so here it says that now how can we actually avoid these risks it says that there should be three things that we can keep in mind firstly or the first test should be that we should have a specific reason to retain such data that has been identified so it's not like you know the data about every each and every person or every xyz person also is there on the portal we should have a specific reason why we are holding to that data Secondly, any data that is stored should be anonymized. Yes, of course. See, it is important that how many people maybe you know are suffering with AIDS or anemia or tuberculosis, COVID, COVID-19, etc. But the names and particular details of these people definitely hold no importance. 
and that is why keeping in mind the right to privacy of the people which definitely is their fundamental right so all of this data should be anonymized which means it should be stored in bulk rather than storing with specific name and address information and thirdly it says that if the data fits neither in neither of the categories then it should be completely deleted with this we should talk about the second article which is the one of the most debated topics of the day which is about the hijab row in karnataka so we all know about that why is it into news because recently a few muslim girls they had been denied entry into schools in udp in karnataka and the objection was revolving around them wearing the head scarf which we also generally call as the hijab that is a religious practice for muslim women so let's see what is this thing so here two things that we need to consider in this case or in this uh, case study are important first is the shirur math case and the second is the venkat ramana devaru versus state of mysore case let's see what are these two cases so in the shirur math case it was held that only essential religious practices are protected under article 25 of the indian constitution which is the right to religion now as we know that fundamental right which is article 25 has been endowed in the indian constitution but if at all we talk about that which kind of essential practice is you know are which kind of practices or religious practices are safeguarded so these are the essential religious practices please note here that the essential religious practices are those which are quintessential for the practicing of that particular religion for example in this it was also said that later on in 2015 in Karnataka, uh, kerala high court case it came out that uh, you know wearing hijab by the muslim women it does very much constitute to an essential religious practice by the islamic women so here definitely it says that the essential part of a religion is primarily to be ascertained with the reference to the doctrines of that religion itself and if at all it comes under the you know the criteria of an essential practice and it is not violative of article 19 clause 2 which definitely is the reasonable restrictions for public health morality or even you know other grounds for that matter so here that would definitely be uh, not cannot be stopped and secondly this talks about the case of venkatrama devaru versus state of mysore wherein the supreme court held that the right of a denomination to wholly exclude members of the public from worshiping in the temple though comprised article 26 clause b which is their fundamental right but it must yield to the overriding right declared by article 25 clause 2 clause b which is there in favor of the public to enter into a uh, to, uh, you know into a temple for worship so this basically says that uh, even though it's a fundamental right it will still be accounted on the limitation of the reasonable restrictions with this let's quickly jump to the news updates as we know that unfortunately sadly yesterday that was on sunday we lost uh, lata mangeshkar so the nightingale of india she passed away on sunday due to multiple organ failure and uh, she was also you know uh, one of the bharat ratna awardees and uh, definitely we should have homage for her in our hearts and we should remember her by her melodious voice for coming centuries The second one is rare dragonfly has been spotted in Sheshachalam which is there uh, a complete range in Andhra Pradesh so the name of this dragonfly is the black ground skimmer or is also known as the black percher so generally it is a very you know it is abundantly found a dragonfly but it has been seen for the first time in the surroundings of Sheshachalam hills third the queen makes seven decades of the reign so the queen on sunday we know you know the british queen uh, who was the first british monarch has become basically the first british monarch to have reigned for 70 years and basically in the subdued celebration of this auspicious platinum jubilee the queen named duchess camilla as the queen consort and fourthly a very good news for all of us that india has finally it has won the under 19 world cup for cricket so amidst a program that was almost derailed due to the covid 19 india finally managed to clinch the under 19 cricket world cup trophy for a record extending fifth time 
finally let's get to the last segment of this uh, discussion today that is about the legal news so firstly the court the supreme court has talked about the circumstances that can conclude to the intention to cause death so def- the uh, supreme court has come up with 11 pointers for concluding whether the intention was to cause death or not definitely these pointers can be used between uh, a good for a good differentiation between murder and culpable homicide so these 11 pointers are firstly the nature of weapon used then the whether of whether the weapon was carried from the beginning or it was picked from the spot whether the it was aimed on a vital point of the body or vital part of the body the amount of force which was used and the reason behind the initiation of the fight the cause of provocation if any existed and whether it was done in the heat of passion or was done in a single blow or a multitude of blows and whether the act was cruel or in unusual manner so these are the things or pointers that will be considered for concluding or considering the intention to cause death and the next one is right to abortion in case of rape so this is regarding a petitioner who was a 16 year old and was a rape victim so the court in her case has allowed her to abort a fetus of 28 weeks stating that a rape victim has the right to not bear a child as has been enumerated in the medical termination of pregnancy act so according to the mtp act the termination of pregnancy required the opinion of one doctor if done within 12 weeks of conception and two doctors if done between 12 to 20 weeks but this is definitely given a further extension to 28 weeks in case of a rape victim so this was all for the day if you like this please please do give us a thumbs up and do subscribe to our channels also if you wish to download the pdf of today's slides you can join our telegram channel the link is there in the description box below or you can simply scan the qr code that you can see on your screens right now also for other crisp career and exam oriented content please do not forget to follow us on our official instagram channels for judiciary clat ugc net and law finance exams thank you so much